my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're going to talk about why millionaires and billionaires are becoming content creators. So let me set the stage for this one. So what's interesting to me is that Chamath Palihapitiya, he is creating a paid subscriber list. So he has a, he has paid subscriptions turned on for Twitter now or X, and I believe he has a paid Substack too. So where he's going to share research with his fans and say, hey, look, you know, I'm going to use the proceeds from this, and we're going to use the proceeds to basically get even better research for you all. And so I, I want to share this with you all because you, you all enjoy what I read. And I, I actually subscribed to one of his, his sub stacks where it just shows the, the stuff that he's read for the week. And, and so I can kind of get into his head, right? And then the other interesting thing is that Andrew Wilkinson, who founded Tiny. So Tiny, they own a handful of companies that they own MetaLab and they have uh, Dribble. What else do they have? They have Thrive Market. So they have a handful of companies. And I, I think, what is it? WooCommerce? Maybe they, they took that company public. So... WooCommerce, they took it public. But anyway, so you have both these people that are maybe worth, you know, um, 100 million plus or so. You know, Chamath is maybe close to a billionaire, if not more. And they are turning on. So Andrew Wilkinson, sorry, let me, let me back up a second. He also turned on a $29 a month uh, Twitter or X subscription. And he has to basically, you know, contribute to the community once a month or else people are going to be upset. Right. Um, and that maybe makes him like, you know, 10, 15, 25 grand a month or something like that. So I find it interesting that millionaires, billionaires, more and more people are getting into the content creation game. It's not just the Mr. Beast of the world. But it also helps him too. Like if you look at Chamath, his following, creating content, also helped more people learn about the specs that he produced, which in theory, I bet you there's at least one person who follows him. I don't know if he wants to talk about the specs anymore. <laughs> I know, but, but because of all, you know all the content he's pushed out and all the followers he he created, 
there's people who bought at least there's at least one person who bought one share because of uh, knowing him and following him from Twitter. Uh, and that, of course, helped him make money. There was a big expose. I don't know if you ended up seeing it on no, the I saw it. success. None of the, I don't think many of them worked. No. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a Chamath fan, right? I, I generally like what he says. I think, you know, so, so, but, you know, unfortunately, his facts didn't work. Here's the other things. People are like, did you, one of the tweets was like, did you, uh, did you uh, repent for all the losses that you incurred? And like, you know, and, and he's like, well, did you get out when I got out? So, so that was his response to them. But not, you know, we digress. The, the point being here is that I think, even the investors, the top investors in the world, people that are popular, they understand the value of an audience, right? And I think more and more people understand that the one thing that you can separate yourself from from the rest of the crowd is is having an audience. One of our our video editors sent me a text the other day. Um, so when we when we record, Brad, and he's like, "Should I should I build an audience, right?" And I was like, "Absolutely, you should build an audience. If you're gonna if you're willing to put the time and effort and, and, and eat poo poo for three years, then you should build an audience." And look, more and more people are doing it. Um, there's a reason why Oprah became so successful, why Tim Ferriss became so successful, right? They all came up with their own their own angle, and then they just continue to do it for decades. Dude, totally. And, and, and oh, by the way, speaking of Ferris, dude, look how much money he made from things like Shopify, Uber. Building an audience is more than just making money from something as simple as charging for information and having a subscription. You can make a ton of money from other things as well, such as you know the audience um, investing in a company or uh, following you or helping you get business deals. Like there's so much to be made by building a brand and you know becoming a content creator. Let, let me give you two examples here. So you you sparked a we, we just made an idea, baby. So for example, Jason Lemkin. So he had a company called uh, Echo Sign and he sold it to to Adobe and now it's just called Adobe Sign and he did well with it, right? But um, what he did afterwards was he was just answering questions about SaaS software as a service on Quora, which is a question and answer website. And that's how he started to build his audience. And eventually he made that, he, he parlayed that into Saster, which is a, 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 probably the largest SaaS conference in the world. And that does, you know, probably 20, $25 million a year or so. So it's a, it's a great business. And that that's an example of not only did he build, build a conference from it, but he gets a lot of deal flow from the SaaS world where he also continues to invest as a venture capitalist. Now, another example here would be Harry Stebbings from 20 Minute VC. So 20 VC, he's been doing it for about nine years or so. I think he started it maybe when he's like 18 or 19 years old. But because he's done these these uh, VC podcasts for so long, he's gotten access to a ton of deal flow. And that's what led to his success, right? I don't think he has any operating experience at all, but it just goes to show you. And by the way, Tim Ferriss, I think he has some operating experience. He's done some e-commerce businesses, but not like to the level of, hey, like, you know, you should be an advisor, in, in my opinion, right? Like, of a, like, a, I don't think he has, sorry, I don't think he shouldn't be an advisor. My point is, he doesn't necessarily he's have the operating experience of like an Uber or like a Spotify or a Shari, sorry, a Shopify. He, he, what, what Eric's trying to make a point is Tim's, Tim's built a great audience similar to Chamath uh, and others. Uh, I think Tim's audience is actually bigger. But with yes. Tim's audience specifically, even though he hasn't operated a large company like an Uber or anything like that, he's still doing extremely well from advisor shares and investing deals, et cetera, because of the audience size. Even Chamath, not trying to hate on him, on the SPACs or whatnot makes a good point. He got out, he made money. Um, if people did at the same time, I don't know if they were able to or not, but if they were, you know, good for them. They would have made a killing as well. 
the guy's done well from his audience, whether you love him or hate him, you know, you got to give him props for how well he's done building, fostering the audience and using it to make money. Yeah. And I, I think there's something interesting about being a creator because it shows in public whether you're actually a good creator or not. Um, now, the Chama thing, interestingly enough, I, I I did buy into the SPACs when he did it. And I I got in, I got out pretty, pretty early, too, because I was like, I don't think that these are going anywhere. Right. So and you made money. Yeah. So none of us, we made money. None of us, by the way, like none of us are hating on, on Chamath, Andrew Wilkinson, Tim Ferriss or anything like that. They've all done great for themselves. We're just saying like everyone has their own angle. It doesn't like, just cause you don't have operating experience doesn't mean we think any less of you or anything like that. So. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, building, like I look at Chamath, Wilkinson, Tim Ferriss, et cetera. I look at them as smart for doing this. It's not about hate. It's actually, it's a smart thing to do. You know how people leverage it. That's up to them. There's no right or wrong way. Um, but at the end of the day, if you build an audience, you're going to be better off versus if you didn't build an audience. It's that well, simple. Well, let's give some numbers here, Neil, because you've, okay, for, I think you've probably been creating content for about 20 years or so. I've been creating content maybe for about 10 years or so, something like that, right? Sure. I'm, I'm a little less than 20, but yeah. Yeah. Point is, like, it, this stuff takes time. So anyway, that is it oh, for wow. today. Please don't forget to rate, re subscribe, and check out this video over here, and we'll see you tomorrow. It's brand new, season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa, and we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz, and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.